Hi, I'm Varun Haran. I'm senior editor with Information Security Media Group. I have the pleasure of speaking with Maheshwaran, who is director for sales engineering in APAC for Forcepoint. Maheshwaran is going to be speaking about some up-and-coming technologies in the security space, including user behavioral analytics, or UABA as it's known, and also the subject of threat-centric security frameworks that practitioners are using and what the challenges are around that going forward in the current threat landscape. Hi, Maheshwaran. Thanks for joining us on this podcast today. Hi, it's my pleasure actually uh, just to set some context let's start with user behavioral analytics what is UABA and what are the different aspects of it that a practitioner needs to be aware of so hi Varun. Uh, so before even I talk about uh, UBA I would just like to set up the context on why behavior analysis is important in cybersecurity with businesses embracing information technology significantly critical information is now residing everywhere not essentially within an organization's perimeter or a set and businesses are mandating IT professionals to make them access these critical information irrespective of where they are and from which device they are computing. So with this landscape, it's extremely important for organizations to monitor what behavior of the user is allowing them to access critical information because the most vulnerable point that exists in security is when users are accessing critical information, especially when this information is outside the organization and users are accessing this information from unmanaged assets. And that's why it's important to derive intent on why the user is accessing information and behavior analytics would be the most essential piece we believe that can exist in an organization security framework which helps organizations to get visibility on what is the intent of the user when they are trying to access this information so now moving on to what behavior analysis is actually is so behavior analytics solution what it does is it tries to analyze different activities that a user is doing it could be uh, the time when he's logging in uh, the information that he's accessing uh, the applications that he's launching so different keystrokes that he's typing so different events that a user is actually performing is going to be monitored and these solutions would also baseline the behavior of the user and see if there are any anomalies from his normal baseline and how is he faring with his peer group baseline and organization baseline. So the moment there is a deviation, these solutions would help organizations to classify the behavior anomaly into three major parts predominantly. Uh, it could be an ignorant user risky behavior or it could be a compromised user risky behavior and the third one would be the malicious user risky behavior. So once this intent is derived, it would help organizations to come up with essential controls to manage uh, risks because of these behaviors because different behaviors that I stated below require different strategies to mitigate the risk. For instance, ignorant user behavior requires real-time awareness enforced to the user. Like for instance, if a user is probably copying a lot of sensitive information to removal media and if you have known that the user is not violating corporate policies and probably is going for a business trip, then the control would be to not just encrypt the information that is getting copied but also throw a pop-up to the user stating that sensitive information is not allowed to be copied to removal media and create that awareness. Similarly, for compromised user behavior, I think um, if we see the same user credentials are being logged on from you know multiple geolocations, or the user has never entered into an organization's premise, but we see his machine is initiating a lot of connections to different applications that exist within the organization through that user credential, which clearly indicates that the credentials probably could have been compromised. So then the strategy there would be to ensure that the machine is isolated and his user accounts are locked up, so the hacker doesn't actually use the trust that the user has established within the organization to compromise or to penetrate into an organization's network. The last one would be the malicious insider where if you have seen that a user who probably have got a lower appraisal score or who resigned and is in notice suddenly downloading a lot of files which is never done before, deleting a lot of files in his machine which is never done before, uh, encrypting a lot of content and then copying
bring that to remove media which is never done before then it clearly indicates malicious intent and the control here should be to predict that predict what exactly the user is going to be doing based on the observation of behavior anomalies and go and proactively set up a process to ensure that the user doesn't create further harm for the organization so behavior analysis solutions to just summarize would help organizations to monitor for user and machine events and it can also pull events from different data stores it could be hr data could be attendance management system could be appraisal management system could be social media activity it collates all that helps organizations to gain visibility on behavior anomalies and classify them so it helps organizations to take actions accordingly Sure. So, you know, when you talk about UABA, I mean, it's a big buzzword right now in the market and we're talking about bringing analytics into the whole thing. But part of this user behavior analysis has been going on for a while. For example, in the BFSI sector, they're very careful about where your, you know, how the geolocation piece works into it, for example. So what is different about the way it's being done now? How, what are the different nuances that have come out that you can tell us? Yeah. So yeah, that's again a good question. So mostly analytics that are used currently, uh, you know, especially with SIM vendors, is mostly to look for security incidents and uh, to check for whether there are infections in those machines uh, uh, and whether those infections are trying to take information out, etc. But it doesn't help organizations to gain visibility around user behavior. And I think that's extremely important. I'll say why. Most organizations have a threat-centric security framework. And let's take an example of ransomware. And organizations trying to apply analytics to check. whether there is a ransomware infection there are two approaches that organizations predominantly take to defend against ransomware one is to prevent all the bad stuff coming in and this i'll explain the second approach later on the first approach which where organizations trying to prevent all the stuff coming in bad stuff coming in if you see the number of technologies that organizations have deployed just to defend against one threat which is malware or ransomware on an average it could be anywhere between 5 and 5 and 8 uh, starting from uh, the network all the way to the endpoint and all these technologies are going to generate incidents and push those incidents if organizations already have a sim and the sim vendors apply some basic analytics to check whether there is an infection or not i'll explain this with an example say for instance there is a email with a link which a user receives and the user clicks that link it downloads an exploit the exploit then downloads a dropper file infects the machine and then starts encrypting all the data that is there in the machine so t- typically i'm just explaining how a ransomware probably could have come in. so since now organizations have like four or five technologies to look at all these events holistically each one would pump in data differently to a sim and the sim vendors come up with analytics to pull logs from the messaging security solution web security gateways endpoints and then assume or probably provide inference that that machine could have been infected with a ransom Way. and uh, this complicates the process significantly uh, and it becomes extremely tough for organizations cybersecurity teams especially with the shortage of skills in that area to come up with effective rules to analyze incidents and come up with a conclusion that this is how a ransomware actually has come in but now the other approach that i was just talking about which is around people or users let's take ransomware again as an example irrespective of what that program is they're getting downloaded and infecting that machine if organizations can establish controls that any program which is accessing more than certain number of files in say a minute throw a pop up to the user ask the user to validate whether he's the one who's accessing it or whether he's launched any application which is accessing those files like a winzip or an encryption tool and if the user doesn't say yes or if he's not responding to it then despite what the program is it's not going to allow that program to infect files or encrypt files exist in that machine so now with this approach we believe organizations will be able to deploy controls around people which we believe are only constant in a cyber 
security framework or a security framework because process and technologies keep changing and people remains to be the only constant and having a user centric security framework would allow them to establish controls where they control what needs to happen based on how users provide inputs in decision making process when you talk about a threat centric security framework for instance i mean you spoke about basically the asymmetry in security right i mean just to prevent uh, one threat you need almost 5 to 8 controls like you said for example ransomware and then you need that for every threat that is out there so effectively you've put the narrative it's completely controlled by the hackers so what do you mean when you say threat centric security versus user centric security and where is this threat centric security mindset or this paradigm come from you know because we are talking about this entire point solution kind of a approach that the industry is taking so now there's such a technology sprawl like you said it's difficult to manage the entire thing but they still seem to be going in the same direction so why do you think that's the case Yeah I mean again um, if we predominantly classify uh, information security program you know it, it revolves around four controls preventive control detective control uh, responsive controls and recovery controls and traditionally we have seen organizations deploying significantly on preventive and detective controls again the reason being they want to prevent against threats coming in right. and they always had an external face to it they always think or thought that threats can happen from outside and hackers would always come from outside and penetrate into their network and compromise information or Uh, intellectual property that they have but the business landscape being changing where information is already outside and users are not accessing this information anymore from a fixed perimeter or from an organization provided asset and hackers are going after users because they know the users have become the entry or the exit point to an organization so with this change happening a threat centric security framework alone is not important i'm not saying it's redundant but that alone is not important and like the way you said earlier since threats are controlled by hackers and different technologies are good in detecting different threats customers kept on buying different controls because each control is good in de- detecting or preventing a different threat and their security frameworks became very complex and the worst part is they don't talk to each other and now when they are looking to uh, understand uh, how exactly an incident has happened it becomes very tough for them because uh, different products to have different logs and for them to come up with rules to correlate all of them and to derive intent is extremely tough and i think organizations have started realizing it and that's where we think it's important for organizations to also look at people centric or human centric security framework mm-hmm. Right. Uh, because like the way i said earlier people remain to be the only constant data and people are the constant that exist within the organization and if they have controls around this and also deploy controls which is inbound or which can look for threats happening within the organization or communications that is going out from an organization to an external world then i think it becomes organizations to get a holistic view and also have controls around something that they control upon which is people and data right. so right like you said i think one word that sums it up would be context right uh, but yeah. something that you said that was very interesting that caught attention is uh, that the user is the only constant like technologies change processes might have to change but the user is the only constant in the entire uh, equation but at the same time when you talk about user in the triad that is there tech people process technology user is usually relegated to only you know awareness programs and things like that but here you're not talking about that you're talking about how you can use technology to address the user piece right so you're not necessarily talking just about a user's behavior as a you know human being but also the behavior exhibited by the endpoint absolutely it's actually user and uh, even behavior analysis it's both user activity and machine activity right so you know uh, when you talk about uh, bringing a technology solution into the space how about the other piece of it when you're talking about things like social engineering and things like that is that something that's addressed by ueba or is it just looking at the technology interaction that a user has and the behavior of that 
Okay, that's that's actually a great point. So UVA can actually help to understand what sort of controls should be deployed around the user. So uh, like the way I said earlier, the risky user behaviors can be classified into three. So ignorant, compromised, and malicious. Sure. So let's focus on the ignorant user behavior. Traditionally, organizations have passive awareness campaigns. Uh, when I say passive, uh, there could be some trainings, uh, there could be wallpapers, uh, desktop banners, etc. But it doesn't actually help in enforcing awareness as and when a user is about to do something wrong. And that's where I think... Uh, uh, um, technologies have evolved and especially a UBA solution can help organizations to come up with controls as and when a user is about to do something wrong. Let me state this with an example. Uh, say for instance, a user is getting an email with an infected attachment or a malicious link in it. Email security solution is detecting it. But if there is also an option that is provided by the security solution to educate the user with that same email, then it's going to be extremely helpful for organizations to see how the user is reacting to a phishing email or an email with an infected attachment. So now technologies are evolved or the human-centric security framework that I was just talking about has technologies which will help organizations not just to block that infected email, but also make that mail benign and wrap that infected attachment or that URL with a custom awareness campaign and deliver that email to the user. And when the email is delivered to the user, it helps organizations to see how the user reacts to it. Is he falling prey to that email? Is he still opening that attachment or clicking that link? And if he does that, at that point in time, a custom awareness campaigns can be launched. So then awareness becomes more active and suddenly you are making users within your organization also to wear the security hat. And that is extremely important because hackers are going after users and user credentials. So it's extremely important for organizations to make their users more aware. And the only way that can happen with users being so busy is to ensure that technology helps them to enforce active awareness campaigns as and when the user is about to do something wrong. And that's what the people-centric security framework or the human-centric security framework can establish for organizations. So this is one part of awareness. Secondly, the same thing goes for a user trying to copy sensitive information to the mobile media. When the user is doing that, or when the user is about to do that, if the technology can throw a pop-up stating that this is not normally allowed, and do you still want to do it, or provide a reason why you want to do it, so take user's comment, not just make him aware of it, but also take his consent on why is he doing it, and accordingly see what needs to be done to manage that user expectation. So this is from an awareness perspective. Behavioral analysis solutions or human-centric security frameworks can also enforce controls based on user's decision. So take people decision or user decision before deciding what should be the control. And I think that's extremely important because the users know much better as and when an incident is happening. Like the way I said earlier, ransomware infection. When uh, suddenly a program is accessing more files than what we have seen on a daily basis, throw a pop-up to the user. Ask him to validate whether he is actually accessing so many files or not. If he is not doing it, so irrespective of what that program which is trying to access, that program will not be allowed to access any more files. The same thing could be if we see suddenly a user machine initiating a lot of connection to a different geography. Throw a pop-up to the user, ask him to validate whether he's the one who's initiating connection to this website in this geography. If he says no, then it clearly indicates that there is a malware or process which is trying to establish that connection and that connection can be killed and we get more context. So similarly, I think it's very important now for organizations to take users' input to decide on controls because mostly threats are unknown and, and it's important to get this perspective to decide what should be the right control and get context to manage incidents according. Mahesh, thank you so much for your insight today. Thanks a lot, Varun. A pleasure to have you on. That was Mahesh Varun. He's the Director of Sales Engineering for APAC at Forcepoint. For ISMG, this is Varun Haran. Thanks for listening.